Hello, this is Paul and Carolyn again from the home place, and today we wanted to talk about country living. Country living, you know, with this、uh, lockdown that the whole world has been in,、uh, it really hasn't affected us in Montana in the same way, has no, it? No, it hasn't. I mean, we're here in Montana. The date today, the 18th <laughs> of May. And we've got movie theaters are open, restaurants are open. We had out a week ago.、Uh, pretty much everything is open.、Mm-hmm. You know, social distancing is still in. But、um, I don't know what it's like where you are. Our son is in、uh, Silver Springs, Maryland. He works at the General Conference. He has to live about ten minutes away. And life is very different for very, him, very, very different, as it is for us. Yeah. So let's dive in. We wanted to talk. Well, for, before we get into the book, Country Living. Which is a little booklet.、Um, just give you a little bit of a rundown on where we have lived. Well, when we were first married, we lived on a trailer park, and we were desperately trying to get to the country.、We'd、read this little book, Country Living, and we really wanted to get out to the country. And so we ended up living. Our first little country home was a travel trailer. We lived in a hundred and fifty square feet for six years. That that was a small space to live in. <laughs>、uh, here's a picture. And then we moved to a, a cottage in Ireland that we renovated, and we felt、we're, like kings and queens. Well, we did eventually, but at first it. It was more like a cow shed. It、yeah. had to be, yeah, re- reconstructed. But eventually, when we got it all done, it was this beautiful eight, mansion, eight hundred and fifty square feet. Eight hundred and fifty. But we were in on two acres in the country, in、yeah. the middle of the forest.、And、then we came to the U.S. to to Montana, and、uh, we built a regular stick-built house. We lived well. We lived. It was pre-built. Yeah. We lived in a stick. And、yeah. it was, you know, it was a heavy mortgage. Eventually, we sold that, and we bought some wilderness and put up a house. And then eventually we sold that, and we moved down to Arizona, and we lived in a double wide for four years, and now we're back here in Montana. Um, in a in a log house.、Um, so we've kind of done every variety. We've been off grid. We've lived in the middle of the wilderness. We've kind of done done every variety there is of and, country living. And we have learned a lot about、yes. country living. <laughs>、um, so this little booklet here, country living, it, it's online. There's a link in the description. It, you can read it for free. It's It's just a booklet. You can、and、read we, it in a couple of hours. We read it when we were first married, within the first couple of years, and it was that that motivated us. We've got to get out. We've got to get into the country. So here's a few quotes that、um, you you might enjoy, you might not enjoy, you might <laughs> agree with, you might not agree with. That's okay.、Uh, life in the cities is false and artificial. Is that true? Come on, be honest. Is it true? Yes, it Absolutely is. Absolutely true. And people have seen this more since the lockdown.、Mm-hmm. It's like there's nothing to do. No, because everything that there is to do in the city is artificial, and that's all had to get shut down. So then you're left with nothing to do.、Mm-hmm. Um, in Montana here, the things are still pretty normal. And we're not trying to. This is not an ad for Montana. <laughs> you know, if everybody because we don't want you all to come <laughs> here, because then it'll be jam packed full of people. <laughs> But it, it's the Montana where we live is a is kind of like the country. Country. It's the the lakes are still open, the mountains are still open. You know, you can still go for a bike ride. There's all kinds of things、yeah. that haven't changed.、Um, so life in the city is false and artificial. And this quote, wifey: Serious troubles are before us, and for many families, removal from the cities will become a necessity. All of these are from that little book, Country Living. Yeah, that was page six. Now, that was written how long ago? Like over a hundred years ago. Imagine what it was like on this planet a hundred years ago. Pretty much everybody was and, living in the country anyway. Right. <laughs> and what if, what if we all were prophets and we knew that 
COVID-19 was coming and we were living wherever we were, but we could make a choice to move somewhere differently. And if we were living in downtown Cityville, would you want to move to the country? You know, you see those maps with the hot spots on them for where the viruses hit the most. Yes. And Montana is just like the occasional dot here and there. And there are several other states around us that is the same. And then there's those other places it's like, woo, those are super hot. Yeah. If you could, would you not choose to move from there before you hit something like so this? So this was 100 years ago. Right. Serious troubles are before us. Folks, we're in it. And we're this in serious is, troubles. This isn't as serious as it's going to get. I yeah. mean, this. This is this was serious. It's probably the the biggest kind of thing that's happened for a long time. But um, for many families, removal from the cities will become a necessity. Mm -hmm. That's still ahead of us. Um, and I think that that to me, the, the thing that I've gotten out of the current phase of life that we are in is God is giving us a big warning. Wake up and shake up, do what you need to do. I think that's what God is telling us. Yeah. And country living is a big part of that. You were telling me about a sermon you listened to, uh, uh, Bradshaw. John Bradshaw, yeah. Pastor Bradshaw. And uh, it was it was fantastic. He was talking about the signs. Is this the sign of the end? And this was pre-COVID. Right. This was the other things that the world has seen. And he was talking about Pearl Harbor and how the signs were that there was those planes coming. And the guys, the two guys that saw that didn't believe it. And of course, we know what happened as a result. And then he was talking about the Titanic and how nine times, I believe it was, they were sent a warning, iceberg ahead, iceberg ahead, and they didn't believe it. Well, I think God's giving us some big warnings right now. It's time to just get out so, while we can. So the signs are here, mm -hmm. but we can be like the other people who are boxed in in those stories into their reality. And it's like, yeah, we see that, but we don't know how it fits with our big picture. So you ignore it. Mm -hmm. And then the consequences come. The planes did come into Pearl Harbor and the Titanic did hit the iceberg. And for many families are going to get stuck in the city well, and are going to wish they got out. And that's why, you know, any any one of us can go on the phone, our phones and look and see what the map of the U.S. looks like and where COVID is hit. And you can see where you don't want to be. So another quote, this one says, again and again, the Lord has instructed that our people are to take their families away from the cities into the country couldn't be clearer. I mean, mm -hmm. we didn't write this, we're just reading it mm -hmm. and we're reading it for you so that if, and we don't want, if you're watching this and you're in the middle of downtownsville, please, we have no condemnation for you whatsoever. That's just where you are. Because our son is there. Yeah. And we've been there as well. I was born and raised in the city. Right. You know, I yeah. loved it. Um, <laughs> but the point is that hard times are coming, especially on the cities. And God is in his goodness and mercy is giving us chance to get out. And if God is calling us to get out, he will make the way for us. Many of us um, will not move out of the city into the country purely because of fear. Right. I don't know what it's going to be like out there. You know, I might get eaten by a bear or a rattlesnake or, you know, a tree might fall on my house or something. <laughs> I don't know what your fear is. I might not be able to make a living. But those are... Those are paper giants. Those are not real things. They are just real fears in your head. Well, and I think that the current crisis that we're a part of has made it clear why the cities are the places we don't want to be. Because before that, it wasn't necessarily super clear, but now all of a sudden something that means we've got to be kept apart 
in a social distancing yeah. way, you, it's very difficult well, to do when this, there's so many people. This quote, this quote is just right. a classic. Right, read this I mean, one? Yeah, go ahead. Get out of the cities into rural districts where the houses are not crowded so closely together. Let's see if we can do that together. Where, where the, the houses are, are not crowded, crowded closely together. together. <laughs> and where you'll be free from the interference of enemies. Now, of course, <laughs> the enemy we're, we're all thinking about right now is the unseen enemy of the virus. But That's not the real enemy. That, of course, isn't the real enemy. But you just, you know, I think now is never before we're getting to understand why it is we don't want to all be so crammed into small spaces i mean when i say small spaces as compared to you know living out here we could have another 10 houses on our property if we were living in well 20 probably yeah in yeah. downtownsville um i found this t-shirt on uh, <laughs> online <laughs> montana social distancing since 1889 <laughs> <laughs> and you know you'd have to throw in other states wyoming and the dakotas and there's a lot of states yeah, around yeah, here Maine and, that and don't have many don't have much population yeah, either but uh, i thought you'd get a chuckle out of that here's another quote educate our people that's what we're doing right now folks educate our people to get out of the cities into the country where they can obtain a small piece of land why would we want a small piece of land we'll talk about that in a minute and make a home for themselves and their children so what's this small piece of land for, wife? Is that well, so we it's to put your home that? on for a start put, put off. Put your home on, yeah. And, 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 and all your toys. No. Or, no. It no. isn't to have all those junk trucks. I mean, th that is a thing about when you live somewhere like we do, that you do get to see that. You know, Montanans will, or anyway, country people, <laughs> I, I wouldn't sometimes allowed, will do that. <laughs> I wouldn't be allowed to have any junk trucks no, around No, because I think it's horrible. But no, that small <laughs> piece of land is not to do that. It's to cultivate and to start to grow things. Not because we're going to be self-sufficient now we're never going to go to Costco we're never going to go to Walmart and yeah, we're going to we're going to real, gonna real grow, hard to grow toilet paper yeah yeah <laughs> we're going to grow our own grain and we're going to grind it and make our own flour and that's that and there are people that do and that's great but that's not really what this is about but you've all seen you know, when we started just to buy a few things, knowing we were in this crisis, you couldn't buy vegetables. There yeah. were no frozen vegetables anywhere to be found. But by the time we got to try by the buy time anything, we got yeah. to, we got a few little tiny packs. It's like it's a good job. We're growing our own vegetables. Are we growing to be self-sufficient? No, but we're growing to supplement what is out there so that we can eat. So we could survive. So that we can yeah. eat the food and we, eat a better quality of food. Yeah, we all eat and know, loads more than we need have to. Have some to share. I've always got lots. I end up sharing because we can't eat it all. Yes, yes. Okay, this is a longer quote, uh, page 13. There is not one family in a hundred who will be improved physically, mentally or spiritually by residing in the city. Faith, hope, love, happiness can far better be gained in retired places where there are fields and hills and trees. Take your children away from the sights and sounds of the city. I put this in here uh, because I have met quite a few people who are, oh yeah, country living, that's definitely the thing. But you know, our family, we're, we're, we're destined for the city and that's where we are and we're doing great and everything is fine. Well, it says not one family in a hundred. So that, and there are families, I know families who are uh, tremendous families and they are living in the city, mm -hmm. but that's one in a hundred folks. That might not be you. That might be <laughs> that might be just a little bit of wishful thinking. It might be a little bit. I'm not moving from here. I got a good job. You know, I'm not. Um, I'm not going out into the boonies. You know, I go to Montana. I'll freeze to death. Um, no, you won't. You know, you'll be fine. But um, so just 
it's one family in a hundred. So that means 99% of families will be better off getting out, mm -hmm. especially in context of this quote, if you've got children, take your children right. away. Right, so does that mean if you're like us and you don't have children, you don't have to be in the country? Well, definitely. I think as you get older, I mean, Carol and I are in our mid fifties now, we, are, we wouldn't be affected as much if we lived in the cities. But if you've got younger children, definitely. But even then, we can't put ourselves beyond temptation and just right. say, hey, I'm, I'm 60, nothing's ever going well, to change and me. And then also the craziness of the city in the current situation yeah. is if you're older, you don't want to be there because you're the ones that are most at risk That's of this right. thing. And who yeah. knows what else? Yeah, what, what crazy thing the world will come up with next. So moving from the country, we haven't got time to go through the mechanics of how to do this. There's plenty of presentations. I'll put the links in the description below that we've done over the mm -hmm. years. But uh, this quote, God will help his people to find such homes in context. This is country homes outside the cities. God's going to help you, that's, folks. That's a promise right there for you. We claimed that promise we when we had no money to our name, no clue how we were going to find a country home, and God did just that. Yeah, when we started looking for a country home, we had this much in the bank. Nothing. Zero. Because we just come back from being missionaries in Africa, yeah. and that's another story. <laughs> yeah, but God did it. He did. So God will help Paul and Carolyn. That's not what it says. God will help his people. Um, but it's balanced with the very next quote. Yeah, go with the next one. Many will have to labor earnestly to help open the way. I want to emphasize the many labor earnestly to help open the way. That means God is going to do his part and find us those, but we have a part to play. That means leaving no stone unturned. That means being willing to say, okay, we're going to move forward. We don't know where we're going or what we're going to do. We've been there. We've done that and God will do his part, but we have to do our part. So this was just some encouragement from Paul and Carolyn at the home place in the times that we are in. But I mean, this will pass, you know, maybe it'll be another couple of months, maybe it'll be another couple of years, who knows who to believe, but this will pass. And probably the conviction to get out of the cities into the country will pass right. as well. So we are pleading with you now, whilst the, the opportunity is there for you to decide, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna get out of here. And it's gonna be risky. You need to pray about it. You need to do it properly. You don't have to go off in a huff and a rush and you know make uh, bad moves, but go prayerfully and carefully, take counsel. But brothers and sisters, anybody who's watching, this is God telling us, get out into those quiet places. Um, and you know you could have a, a COVID-19 experience that was really not so bad. There was a quote there that talked about the sights and sounds of the city and I'm not sure which one it was now what well, hopefully be able to look back on that but so we moved to the country to be away from all of that but there back in the day when these these statements were being made that was very true you moved from the city you left it all behind yes. but let me tell you something today we don't leave it all behind. And when we move to the country, we've got these things in our possession. The city can come with us. Oh, there, yeah. And and many parents have moved to the, to the country from the city, not realizing the city came and that their children are so now involved in their phones that the experience of, of country life still isn't really happening. That doesn't mean we throw the phone away. That means we manage yeah, the phone. Yeah, it, it's uh, when we move to the country or We've, we've got to manage the router. Mm -hmm. 
the, the router will give us a, an interstate back to the city that we can do in a flash. Right. So if we've moved to the, uh, and we haven't even gone into the fact that you can, you could go and live on top of a mountain in the most desolate part of Montana and still have, you know, 4G or 5G mm -hmm. and have the, the, the most worldly experience possible. So you've got to manage the Wi-Fi, you've got to manage the router, and you, you've, you've got to know that country living is a change of heart. It's not just a, I live in the country now right. and it's I'm safe. It's not just a new address, yes. it's a new way of thinking. And my encouragement for those of you that aren't there yet and that you are still in the city, we are gonna do a video, hopefully it's gonna be up here soon, of what you can be doing to start growing things from your city apartment where you are. Because, you know, it's all, well, when I get to the country, I'll do this and I'll do that, but you can start right oh, here yeah. and Tons now of things you can do where right you are. So we're going to give some encouragement to that here, hopefully the next video. Okay, well, we wanted to uh, sign off. This is Paul and Karen from The Home Place. God bless and we'll see you in the country. <laughs>